Okay, good evening and welcome to the first of our mini midweek services that we are now offering at Avenue Road Baptist Church. Uh, as this is the first, I wanted to just start with uh, just a bit of a, an introduction or a guide to what this is and why it exists. Now we realized that with the announcements uh, last week, we have been forced to kind of back up a bit or take a step backwards or retreat a little bit more perhaps towards uh, isolation, a little bit more by ourselves, a little bit away from the world. And we thought that uh, as, as people were retreating backwards a little bit, uh, we needed to push forwards a little bit. Uh, and so we decided at the, the board and the, and the staff level that we, we would produce this mini midweek service. Now, it's, it's not just a regular Sunday service uh, pushed over to a Wednesday. It's a condensed format of that. There are going to be some times of worship through music. There's going to be some times through worship through other means. Uh, there will be some times of prayer and contemplation and reflection. Uh, there will generally always be some sort of a, a word or a message brought, uh, but that might be different in what it looks like. It might be reflective and contemplative. It, it might be a guided uh, meditation upon yourself, or, or it might just be a, a shortened mini-sermon, perhaps. And the person speaking every week may not always be me. We've invited Pastor Jesse to speak as well at a few of these. So the, the, the outline of the format is, is fairly loose, and so you may find different things every week. Uh, this is something we're trying brand new and so I would encourage you to, to give us some feedback uh, be it in the comment section below uh, or through email or just give me a phone call let us know what you thought about it what could we improve what could we take out or change uh, and as well with that comment section I would encourage you to check in and chat and and discuss with your brothers and sisters who are also watching live. This video will premiere as a live stream or a live premiere, so you're able to engage in real time as the video is happening with others who are watching. And so as we're, as we're lacking fellowship desperately uh, right now in our society, uh, I know this is not perfect to engage with others in a comment section, but a little bit of fellowship goes a long way when it's something we're desperately craving. So I would encourage you to engage with your brothers and sisters there. Uh, afterwards, there is a Wednesday night Bible study that does uh, go live uh, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And you just simply need the link to, to join that. And so if you're thinking, you know what, I would love a little bit more. I'd love to go a bit deeper. I'd love to, to, to get deeper into the Word and be led through some great study. Um, Pastor Stan Grummet leads that. And uh, if you'd like an invite to that, you can reach out to myself uh, or the Avenue Road at Rogers email. Or myself is uh, Pastor Lucas at Rogers. And we will forward you that link and you will get invited and uh, join that group. Uh, it is an amazing time of study. Uh, and there's great conversation there as well. So that goes live at 7 p.m., which is shortly after this. And, and again, it takes place on Zoom. I'd like to start our time together in a bit of a, a weird way, given we are all um, by ourselves in different places, but I think it's a needed way. I think our world is louder, perhaps, than ever before. Uh, one of the drawbacks of social media is that even though it gave everyone a voice, it gave everyone a voice. And if you've ever sat at a dinner table with 10 or 15 people, if 10 or 15 people try to talk at the same time, what inevitably happens is everyone starts talking louder and louder and louder. And I think that's happened a bit in our world, is that everyone has a voice, and so now we're talking louder and louder and yelling. We're yelling to get our points across, and there's all this noise in the world. So I'd like to start by combating some of that noise with a bit of silence. What I'd love for you to do is if, if you have a candle nearby, if you've got a candle, any candle, a little tea light like this, a giant candle, whatever kind of candle you have, if you have a little candle nearby, uh, I would grab, encourage you to grab it. If you don't, you can always pause this and go grab one quickly and then come back. But if you've got a little candle nearby, I'd love for you to light that candle with me. 
And what I want you to do is I want you to light that candle. We'll spend a few minutes together sitting in silence and reflecting. And the reason for the candle is that I have a candle lit here and you'll have a candle lit where you are. And our friends, wherever we are watching or listening from, will have candles lit wherever we are. And that candle, that flame, will serve as a little bit of a reminder that we're not alone. That around the, the city, around the province, and, and to be honest, around the world, as we have listeners all over, uh, other candles are lit as we sit in word and in worship together. Now, there are different candles everywhere, but it is one flame as we sit united as the church uh, wherever we are throughout the world. So I'd ask you now, if you have that candle, to go ahead and light that candle. And once you've got that candle lit, just set it nearby and take a couple moments and sit in silence and just reflect and listen and see if you can listen for how God might be speaking to you through the silence. And in a short while, we'll join together with another word. to call us back together uh, away from our silence and our reflection and and perhaps you heard God speaking to you and that perhaps you didn't and that's okay but I encourage you to to try that practice this week take a few minutes five minutes ten minutes if, if you got 60 minutes whatever time take a few minutes and be intentionally silent intentionally just sit and listen and intentionally just sit and reflect make it a time where it's just you you shut out all the noise in the world and be listen so I'd like to start our call to worship by reading just a short section of scripture from Micah 6, verse 8. And it simply says, God has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Let's pray. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, Father, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Father, let me not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. Father, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born 
to eternal life. Amen. Let's spend a moment in worship through song together.
meditation or our time of reflection tonight comes from a story and a short verse. And so first I'd like to start with this story. Arthur Gordon was cleaning out the family home when he came across something that he found to be of great importance and of great value. Something beautiful. It was a trunk full of family letters. See, these letters, they chronicled the events of past generations, uh, of expressions of loyalty and affection and delight, things that were rarely verbalized in his immediate family. One writer in one of these letters said, Have I told you lately what a wonderful person you are? Never forget how much your friends and your family love and admire you. Another letter said, You don't know how much your visit meant to us. When you left... I felt as if the sun had stopped shining. See, Gordon read these things and he said, I don't know what generation of my family put a check on the release of such emotions. But I do know that it seriously interferes with one of the deepest of all human needs. The desire for acceptance and approval. Why then, wanting to hear those words so much ourselves... Do we deny them so often to others? Our verse today that we're going to just be reflecting upon in light of that story is Proverbs 16, 24. And it's a very short verse. And it just simply says, Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. I mean, listen to that again. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Pleasant words are sweet and healing, is what the writer says. Now, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power given to words. And and that power costs nothing. It costs nothing to get that power. And we, we all have that power. Anybody can give words. Anybody can use words. Anybody can touch the power that comes with words. So we often think that the greatest gifts, the greatest uh, abilities are things that cost us a lot. When in reality, some of the greatest gifts that we can give cost us nothing at all. See, we think that to give a good gift, it has to be something expensive, costing thousands of dollars. Or it has to be something that's time-consuming and cost us months, weeks, days, years to give. When really, some of the greatest gifts that we can give don't cost us anything at all. They're just simple words. See, kind words are lacking in today's world, especially in our culture where we are right now in the West, uh, and it's especially lacking in a time like this where we find ourselves. And I think it's because it's just so easy to criticize. It's so simple to criticize. It's too easy, in fact, and because I think it's too easy or because it's so easy, I think that criticism is often our first go-to. Even to people that are friends or family, we find at times that we speak more critical words than we do uplifting or kind words. 
It's easy for us to point out what is wrong than it is for us to point out what is good or what's working. But see, kind words cost us nothing. There are a few members in this church, I'm sure there's many more, but there are a few that I can think of that are amazing at kind words. At least a few times a week, sometimes more than a few times a week, uh, I get uh, text messages, uh, letters, uh, emails, Facebook messages uh, from, from people in our church with just simple kind words or encouraging and uplifting messages. And honestly, those are sometimes the highlights of my day. When the majority of what we consume or what we take in is, is negative criticism on social media and negative criticism on the news, a, a light in my day is seeing some positivity. It can be a huge uplifting moment to just hear a kind word spoken. And it doesn't even have to be a kind word spoken to me. It can be a kind word spoken about someone else. It's an encouragement for me when someone says about Pastor Jesse, hey, you know what? He did a really great job this weekend. Or when someone says, hey, you know what? Pastor Ralph's song that, that him and his wife sang was beautiful and just it touched me this weekend. It can be uplifting for me just to hear a kind word spoken about someone else. It doesn't even have to be spoken about me. That's the power of kind words. And I'm sure the same goes for you. Sometimes a simple, kind word goes a long, long way, especially when it's been a long time since you've heard a kind word. But we are quick to speak negative criticism. We are so quick to speak that, that feedback that puts that thing down, but we're so slow to feedback in a good way, to, to give feedback that encourages, uh, to give feedback that is uplifting and kind. And I think that's the opposite of the way that it is supposed to be. I think it's the opposite of the way it's supposed to be because your words have a lot of power your words have the power to hurt your words have the power to tear people down your words have the power to make people feel less than your words have the power to objectify your words have the power to enslave they have the power to bring shame the power to bring judgment to bring pain to bring torment but and this is the important but your words also have the power to lift someone up. Your words also have the power to bring someone out of a dark place. Your words have the power to put a smile on someone's face who hasn't had a smile in weeks or months. Your words have the power to bring light to someone's dark life. Your words have the power to bring hope to a life being lived in despair. It's your choice then. What kind of words will come out of your mouth? It's your choice what words will be spoken through your lips. And I hope that those words will be words that are sweet to the soul and will be healing to people's bones. I hope the words that you speak this week and that I speak will be words that bring people up and nurture their souls instead of tear people down and make them feel less than. The world's already good enough at that. We need more people who want to be good at uplifting and nurturing and caring. So will you give that a shot this week? This week, will that be your focus? We have three days until Sunday and then another four days until next Wednesday. So will you give that a shot? Open your mouth this week and say those positive things that you're thinking. Say those positive things that you think the other person must already know about themselves. Say those things because we don't hear them enough. Bless someone today or tomorrow or later this week with some kind words, some words of encouragement. Often we think, well, I don't need to say that. They likely know it. Uh, but the reality is they probably don't. The reality is for that one thing that you might say, they've probably heard 15 or 20 negative things about themselves. 
And so be the person that speaks that blessing. Be the person that speaks that kind word. It doesn't have to be something deep and theological. It can be as simple as saying, hey, you look really great today. Or hey, I really appreciated that thing you saw. Or hey, I really appreciated the word you gave the other day. Use your words this week to bring healing and to bring sweetness into someone else's life. In a time like this, I think we could all use a little bit more of that. Let's go to another song of worship together. service for tonight, our mini midweek, as it comes to a close, I'd like to leave you with the following words. My brothers and my sisters, our time together tonight has ended. Go into the rest of this week serving your Savior with love, delighting in the life that God has given you, and showing kindness through your words and your actions to everyone that you meet. May God be with you until we meet again. Amen.